start over. Oh, here we go. Welcome back to Rome Boys. Today we have a special announcement for the Diocese of San Angelo. One night only, February 5th, 2023, the one, the only, Father Larry Richards will be in Rowena, Texas at St. Joseph's Catholic Church. Now, I understand some of you may not know who Father Larry is. Well, we had the great privilege of interviewing him a while back, and so I'm going to include here a little clip to kind of introduce to you who Father Larry is. It's going to be a great night. Mark it on your calendars, February 5th, 2023. One night only, Father Larry Richards. So in the church right now, there's tons of negative news. I mean, no. all the way up to all the way up to the Vatican and everywhere else. That was so, part of it. <laughs> I know quite well. Right. So give us some hope. What are the positive movements in the church? What's the Holy Spirit doing worldwide that is good? Because we all we hear is negative. So what's everything the is good. Amen. See, that's the point. People forget that this is God's church. He is in control. I mean, think about all the way in the Roman times when they were killing us. We were dying by the thousands and thousands by the day. That Rome does not exist anymore, Rome boys. It was the Catholic <laughs> Church now who sits on top of Rome. We yeah. always win. You know, yeah. so what happens is, is when I think... Like one of my biggest things today is I think one of the biggest problems in the church is the lack of faith among such people. Mm. You know, we think that we got to control things. Get out of the way. You're filled with pride. Your pride and arrogance will do nothing except hinder the power of Almighty God. God is in control of this church. And so, like I was with Dr. Ray. You know, Dr. Ray? Yep. He's a, uh, yep. Yeah, Gurendi, he's a pagan. Yes. But anyway, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we spoke together in Boise. But anyway, while years ago, when I was starting to write the book, I asked him to write the Be a Man book with me, but he didn't want to, and he's regretted it ever since. But anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> We're having breakfast, and I drive all the way up there to be with him. And as I'm up there, he sat there, and he says, Father, with all these troubles, and this is 10 years ago, think about it. Yeah, Do you yeah. think it's the end times? And I go, oh, no. I think the church is pregnant, you know, and so when there's pregnancy, there's a lot of pain, but God is doing a great work. And if we can all keep our focus on God and trust him instead of trying to focus on ourselves or trying to focus on what this person says or that person says and all the celebrity speakers and all the ones that fight with each other. None of that's of God. None of it. Amen. It's all filled with this anger and pride and arrogance. And I'm one of those ones that were like that. But more in my prayer, the Lord again and again tells me to get out of the way and shut up mm. and trust him. Now, I got to do what he tells me to do, but I got to do what he says. He got to be the leader. And one of the greatest things, you know, someone asked St. Augustine once and, you know, he was through a bad time. And when, when he was the uh, uh, bishop of the church, too, and he they asked him, what's the three greatest virtues? And he said, the first one is humility. The second one is humility. The third one is humility. And I don't see much humility on anyone's anymore. And that's what got to happen, that we need to come together and start listening humbly to each other and start dialogues instead of demonizing each other. And that's all I Amen. see anymore Amen. is demonization of people who don't agree with us. Mm -hmm. And again, I've done it. Other people have done it. But I, the Lord just has convicted me that that's not what I want of you. Right. If you went to mass on Sunday. 
you go to Mass on Sunday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The second Saturday. reading at Mass this past Sunday, when it says, avoid giving offense to anyone. And I go, oh, dear. Paul gave offense to a lot of people, right? And so he's sitting there saying, avoid it, because sometimes we forget that saints grew too. That where they were in the beginning is not where they were at the end. Mm. Again, one of the greatest examples that is John Vianney. John Vianney was very hell, fire, and brimstone when he started. But then at the end, he would sit there and give these big penances to people and say, now, don't you do it. I will do it for you. That's holiness that has grown. And so when Paul says that I will, I try to give offense to no one so that some of them, and I put others people in front of me so that they may be saved. Can you imagine if we're more concerned about others being saved than ourselves Mm. because Jesus will take care of us? Mm. You know, once a priest called me and he was taking something, he thought I was getting soft as I get older. (laughs) You know, and and I said, okay, Father, not to that. And so I asked him, I said, so, Father, would you be willing to go to hell for all eternity to get other people saved? Absolutely not. I said, oh, St. Paul said he would. You know, we just heard it a couple of weeks ago at the mass that others would be saved. I wish myself to be lost. That Paul said he'd rather be cut. He would wish almost to be cut off from Christ. The other people would be saved. Yeah. Now, of course, would you be lost if you did it for others? Of course not. But there got to be in our lives this desire. You know, again, someone on EWTN, when I was still on EWTN, called and they were yelling about something. And they said, Father, I'm not going to my cousin's wedding. And I said, why is that? Because they're living in sin. And I want them to know how sinful they are. Oh, great. I said, how long before the wedding? And I said, six, they said six months. And I said, OK, this is what I want you to do. I want you to fast for that couple every Friday because you have to do penance anyway on Fridays. I want you to fast every Friday for that couple for their conversion before uh, that wedding. OK. And he hung up on me. Why? Because we'd rather judge people than do everything to save people. Mm. And that's not of God. Mm-hmm. God, John 3, 16, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. But then John three seventeen said, God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, yeah. but to save it. Mm-hmm. Are we in this world to condemn it or to save it? Mm-hmm. So there's I'm just filled with hope about oh, where yeah. God is and God is in charge. And yes, we're going through a hard time, but it's I think it's purifying us. Yeah. You know, we're starting to find out where the pride is, where the humility is, you know, and I'm just uh, more than ever, you know, in my prayer life that God knows what God is doing. Sometimes people think he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Uh, Just, I I love everything you're saying. Well, thank you for the reason for our hope. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) You're giving it. I appreciate it. I hope it. That's Jesus. Yeah. Amen. And we were just uh, talking just the other day about how um, it's it's joy that is so lost on people Mm. and that, you know, they're lacking. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, people aren't going to be attracted to the opposite of joy, right? I mean, how do you Mm -hmm. think people are coming to Jesus? Because he's got a story of hope. Exactly. I just don't get it. When people do things solely out of fear, it doesn't last. Mm. It might last and get someone's attention in the beginning. And sometimes that'll keep someone if they're spiritually immature. Like if you guys have children, if your kids are two and they're playing with fire, you might slap their hand. 
And that'd be like, oh, to get their attention. If they're 20 years old, you're not going to slap their hand because they were playing with fire. You mature, you know, and so they'd look at you like, dad, I think you're an evil man. You slap my hand. I'm a 22, you know, so (laughs) there's something that we got to be growing. And so we got to be instilling hope. And I just know that. When I have reasoned with people and talked with people, be it any topic, fill in the blank, I've converted more people by talking to them and listening to them than I have that screaming at them. And I've done both throughout these 32 years. (laughs) I know what works and what doesn't work, what lasts and what doesn't last. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah, it's just it's we were just told Father Donald Calloway said, you know, just got to be normal. You yeah, know, gotta be normal. and don't, don't be weird and yeah. think that you're, you know, Too late. Being, well, I mean, you know, just living like in a closet, praying the sure. rosary forever, sure. you know, and, and judging the world outside that closet is going to bring folks to Jesus. It's just, mm-hmm. we still have to be part of part of this world, even though we're trying not to be. Of course, Jesus yeah. was, Jesus left heaven to become part of us. Yeah. They called him a drunkard and a glutton. Why? Because right. he hung out with sinners. Yeah. So if our Savior is going to do it, then I'm going to do it. That's why I'm here at you three tonight. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to represent the Trinity here, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The unholy one. Oh, the sinners. Is <laughs> that's who we all are. Whenever we start thinking I'm not very sinful, that's when we're very far from God. When we think that we're righteous, again, we are holy, but we're holy because of God inside of us, not because of us. Mm-hmm. We just got to, it's all God. It's all God. It's all God. You know, um, too much in the Catholic church right now is Pelagianism. Pelagianism is a heresy which said we got to earn our salvation. That's heresy. Right. And if you're not a Pelagianist, you're a Neoplagianist. And Neoplagius says God does 50% and we do 50%. Heresy. Uh, We are saved by 100% grace. Now we live it through faith and works, but we're still saved by what Jesus Christ did for us, not what we do for him. That is the teaching of the Holy Roman Catholic Church. And I don't think most Catholics have ever got it. They're always thinking that God hates me. He's out to get me. And I'm one second away from being damned eternally. I think we're going to take the last 15 seconds and Joe edits and he's going to replay that and replay that and replay (laughs) that. People need to hear that. It's the truth. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Darn it. People need to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't going to get it. But anyway, I know. Oh, I think you're a heretic father. Well, this is the official teaching of the church, but people pick and choose what they listen to. That's the problem. Anyway. 